Sports Podcast. As always, we got Zane, Corey, and Danny. We're ready to kick off the weekend here. We got Thursday night football already going on. Man, Denver, or sorry, not Denver. Detroit is up big against uh, the Packers. Jordan Love not looking so invincible when he's not playing the Bears. Uh, we can get into that at the end of the show and see where they're, where that game is at. First, we'll start off with our drinks. I got some water in front of me today, staying hydrated. Uh, Zane, what do you got in front of you today? Hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, back-to-back episodes with my double chocolate coffee breakfast out. That's what we're going with tonight. Oh. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Corey, what do you got in front of you tonight? I have you out. Back to whiskey. You guys have me drinking again on a weekday, so you know, might as well go big or go home. You know, that's what we do. Yeah, it's a typical trend with us. Yeah, typical. It is what we do. All right, let's go over our box office games of the week. We're just gonna pick, you know, one game that stands out to us, NFL or college, that we're really intrigued by. Could be a ranked matchup. Could be an unranked matchup. Does not matter. Corey, we'll start it off with you. What do you got for us this weekend? Sure thing. Uh, I'm going to throw it to college. Uh, Number 17, Duke, taking it on number 11, Notre Dame. Super interested to see uh, whether or not Notre Dame can bounce back and if Duke can keep on rolling. Um, Both have had some some relatively big, well, just big games this year. And, you know, if Notre Dame starts the game with 11 men on the field, I'll be happy. Or, well, (laughs) impressed. I won't be happy. I'd love to see them go 10 men the whole whole game long. But... um, (laughs) This I think this will be a nice indicator of whether or not they really belong in that top 15, you know. Losing to Ohio State close makes them look, you know, a loss sucks, but it makes them look legit and, you know, relevant. But if they if they take a dive here and lose to Duke, you're going to start to question, you know, does Notre Dame even belong in the top 20? And does Duke belong, you know, maybe around that 12 mark? So. Yeah, very interesting to see if Notre Dame bounces back this week. They could just take out all their anger on a poor Duke up up and coming Duke team. But this Duke team, I know they uh beat Clemson at uh home. Clemson looked terrible in that game outside and it wasn't Clay or K Club Nick's fault actually, because it was everybody but his fault, it seemed like uh, that game. Uh but Duke, yeah, up and coming team. That's gonna be a really intriguing matchup. Zane, who you got for your box office match of the week? Yeah, some great games coming up this weekend. I'm going to go with college football as well. LSU taking on Old Miss Rebels, both 3-1. and one. Feels like a must-win game for both teams. Uh, an SEC school with two losses probably is not making the top four this year. Uh, so in my opinion, yeah, it's a, it's a must-win game for both these teams if they want to stay in contention. That's my box office game of the week. Yeah, huge resume builder. Like you said, I doubt a team. We saw what happened to Alabama a few times now with two lost teams just not making their way into the playoff. You just can't. There's just not enough. There's there's just not enough room. Maybe in the twelve in the twelve team playoff in a few you know years here. Actually, I think next year is when it's going to be starting. But other than that, uh, you you can't do that. So um big week i like that matchup i'm going to stay in college football also i'm going to go to friday night though and we're going to go to pac 12 after dark and we have a ranked matchup and i know i wasn't giving enough love on tuesday's episode but i'm giving love to the pac 12 
today. Utah, number 10, on the road at number 19, Oregon State. DJ, who was terrible at Clemson while he was there, has turned around his career, it seems like, since he's left Clemson. Maybe that, you know, maybe Klubnik will do the same when he leaves Clemson one day. Uh, but Oregon State <laughs> looked, looked amazing against Washington State, at least offensive power-wise. I know they lost that uh, close game, but I really like this matchup. We'll see. Utah has a great defense, and Oregon State has proved that they can move the ball up and down the field. So I'm really intrigued by that Friday night matchup. Um, any thoughts, Zane, on uh, uh, Utah? I know they're top 10. I, I forgot if you said zero or hero on Tuesday for that Utah team. Yeah, Utah for me was a zero only because I think one team's coming out of the Conference of Champions and it's USC. Um, you know, o Oregon State as well. I think it's a fun conference. It's kind of turned into the, the Big 12, right? Just uh, pretty yeah. high power, pretty high powered offenses. So, um, but I, I think Utah probably pulls that, uh, pulls that one out this weekend, uh, but should be a very fun game. Yeah, I, I agree. It's um, it it kind of is starting to like cannibalize itself. We're starting to get to that point, and probably only one one team makes it probably at the at the end here. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next part. We'll flip the switch here in the pulled my hammy section. We're actually pick a little a few upsets here. Not even box office matchups. Has to be seven point underdogs or more. Uh, Corey, we'll start with you. Who is your pulled Miami team of the week, or pulled Miami team that you think is going to get upset this week? Yeah, um, all my Tennessee people are going to be real upset with me here. Knoxville is going to be a sad place to be, I think. I think uh, Tennessee favored by 12 over South Carolina feels like a bit of a stretch, and I can see South Carolina pulling this one off. In fact, I think I may have slapped some money down on it, so safe money spent oh. against me, boys, but <laughs> I think think Tennessee might just drop one here. South Carolina's looked relatively tough and just felt right. Yeah, our motto on this show is Mykonos or bust. But and uh, if, you, if you would have bet against us pretty much in the beginning and just taken everything opposite that we would have taken, you would be in Mykonos right now. And while we're still just sitting in our rooms talking on this, uh, talking on the riverside here. So that's a good pick. I really <laughs> like that. Uh, I'm going to go with Kansas, I know we're on the Texas bandwagon, and Texas is definitely back, 100%. But if Texas is going to Texas, uh, yeah, yeah, if Texas is going to Texas, uh, it's going to be against this team because this Kansas team is hot. I think they're more so than Oklahoma, the team to watch uh, in the Big 12. So I think it's Texas and uh, Kansas that are the two teams to watch for the Big 12 title. Zane, who you got for your pulled Miami team? Yeah, you know, looking over the NFL, actually quite a lot of close games. I think there's only maybe two games with a seven-point spread. Uh, so I'm going to take Washington Commanders to upset uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're getting eight and a half points. Uh, and I, I'm pretty high on the Washington Commanders this year. I like what I've seen from, from the team. Sam Howell got roughed up. Uh, you know, the Bills have kind of been on a tear after losing that first game. They've just been wrecking people. <laughs> so I, I, I'm willing to look past that one. And and I think we could have, you know, a divisional game. Th those are always kind of can't, you know, can be coin flips. So I will go with Washington. Yeah, I like that. 
I always like the the big spreads and divisional matchups because you can kind of just throw the the spreads or uh, records out the window unless it's the Bears, and it's usually you can really rely, especially if it's more than seven points, you can re- usually rely on the dogs to cover that in divisional matchup, especially if they're at, because they're at home. I know Commanders actually is it in Washington or is it in Philadelphia this week? I think it's in Philly. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, so not as much they can't win because Taylor Swift's not going to show up at that Kelsey Brothers game. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very good point. All right, let's uh, kind of shorten our scope here a little bit. Let's look to our, our fantasy watch. Kind of players with the biggest opportunity to make a big impact for their team this week. Zane, is there any specific player at college or pros that we should be watching out for this week? Yeah, absolutely. So I had you know drafted Aaron Rodgers. Uh, with my, I think my fourth or fifth overall pick this year. Uh, so ever since week oh, one, I, you know, I've been on the quarter, I've been on the quarterback <laughs> carousel. Um, oh, so this Did week you take I'll a kicker pick, first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this year, or sorry, this week on the quarterback carousel, I went and picked up Daniel Jones, New York Giants. Oh. Um, the Seattle Seahawks have let up over 27 points to the opposing team for the first three weeks. Not fantasy points, just points in the game. Um, so I expect a great game from Daniel Jones. So I took a flyer and uh, I'm going to start him this week. Hey, I heard Plex Cobras is available on the waiver wire. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're going to call out my wishy-washiness, we got to call out your wishy-washiness with Daniel Jones. Just calling him a fraud and that he shouldn't be a quarterback in the NFL. And now you're saying he's the player to watch this week. Yeah, I, it's all about matchups. It's all about matchups and situational football. Okay. The Seahawks, have been, the getting, the Seahawks have been getting in oh. these high-powered games all year. Um, I like Daniel Jones. I'm double dipping because I also have Darren Waller, so it's all or nothing. Um, I get two wins back to back in fantasy. Now I think I'm, you know, the master chess player. Getting Daniel <laughs> yeah. Jones, <laughs> but he is my player to watch this well, week. I, yeah, and I know if they pull <laughs> off that win, and it's because of him, you're never going to let us hear the end of it either. Oh, I'll I'll just have to exit exit the podcast. <laughs> All right, Corey, who you got for your uh, fantasy football player or just pro yeah. or college? Who you got? I'm going to go K. Klubnik. No, I'm kidding. That guy sucks. Well, still yeah. um, <laughs> I am running with Caleb Williams. Danny's going to love that pick. I think he's going to absolutely curb stomp Colorado. Just continue that slide that they're experiencing and drag them through some more dirt. Um, it's like I said, he brought Louie, but it was all knockoffs. They're going to get knocked off again this weekend, and I think they're going to get knocked off just as big as they did last weekend, if not bigger. Caleb Williams is going to continue to put up Heisman numbers, and unfortunately for Prime, he's going to do it all over Colorado's heads. We'll see if he can do it in the Death Valley of the West, Boulder, Colorado, Corey. We'll we'll, we'll see about that, if he can <laughs> if he can shine in those bright lights over in uh, in Colorado there. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, they that's might get 12 feet. Yeah, I honestly the the spread at what you said twenty one and a half. Uh, I I could see like a backdoor cover by Colorado here, um, even though they just got curbed out by Oregon. But just because 
I don't know. It, it just seems like Oregon let let off the gas, and I can maybe see USC doing the uh, doing the same thing. Unless actually Lincoln Riley just keeps telling him to sling it out because he's trying to get Caleb uh, Williams you know another that's what high. He's gonna do. Yeah, we're just gonna keep pedal to the metal there. Uh, it's not like we have to worry about Bo Nix Heisman watch. So they were just kind of able to let their foot off the gas in that game. All right. I'm going to go, I'm going to switch over back to the pros here. I'm going to go with Austin Eckler, Chargers running back. He's going to be back this week, and he has a really juicy matchup against Las Vegas. And uh, Las Vegas has been uh, poopy doo this year. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go with a big bounce back from Eckler. And uh, I feel like the Chargers going to be re-energized after not going 0-3 like their uh, counterparts in Minnesota went. Um, so I think they're back in the, the hunt here. I know it's early, but I, I feel like Eckler came back at the perfect time that they need him to, and he's going to have a big bounce back week for them. So that's who I got. So are they poopy doo-doo on like the Kate Klubnik level, or is it where are they? <laughs> no, that's oh that's like gosh. ball state. Poor man. That, they're not that poor bad. man. <laughs> not the Mac. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So let, since we got the game on, we have the Lions and Packers. Uh, early thoughts on, I don't know, the, the NFC North since we got a, a matchup right going on right now. Zane, what are your initial thoughts on the outlook of the NFC North? I know there's still a game to go, but it looks like the Lions are pretty much have complete control of this game so far. Yeah, anybody who had futures for Lions winning the NFC North look pretty good right now. Um I was pretty surprised when the game opened at Lions minus one. It had since moved to Lions uh, minus two and a half right before the game. Uh, But the Lions look like they have the best offense and the best defense. Uh, The Bears are going to be challenging for a top three pick. I think Minnesota turns it around and finishes roughly 500. uh, And the Packers probably slightly below 500. Uh, so, yeah, and I, I am not – I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions at least won a playoff game this year. I think they do look uh, formidable, um, but I think Jared Goff only takes you so far, and that's – his ceiling's probably a playoff win if they get it at home. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Corey, is it kind of Detroit's division to lose it? I know it's early. We're, we're fourth week into the season, um, so it's really early to tell, but it really just seems like this is the most stable team, at least the most the team with the highest floor, at least. It's like I said at the start, boys. Dan Campbell has got them boys rolling. The Lions are ready. They are taking that division. I never had a doubt. They are biting off kneecaps. They are going to crawl to the end, <laughs> yeah. end zone. It's over before it started. Honestly, I think the only thing that stops them from, I, I think, you know, one playoff game is a reasonable goal considering where they've been in the past. Um, I really wouldn't be surprised to see them do better. And I think really what, what could screw them over and stop them is injuries, you know, um, Montgomery being banged up would be problematic. Jared Goff going down is season ending. Uh, Aiden Hutchison going down season ending. Uh, St. Brown. They're really, they're like they have like four four pieces where any one of those guys goes down and it could really throw them into a tailspin. So 
um, maybe even five guys. And right now they are handling Green Bay. Like Green Bay doesn't look like they yeah. know which ends to go to. So not that they could get yeah. there anyway, apparently. But <laughs> yeah, and it's up in Lambeau too. So all right, really excited for this weekend slate here. Uh, we talked box office, talked pulled my hammy teams and players to watch out for. So a lot of good stuff to look for this weekend. Uh, keep an eye out on, you know, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. We've been exploring on those platforms a little bit more. So uh, keep an eye out for more uh, exclusive content on those platforms as well. So as always, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you all soon.